All right, so bonus round. Let's talk about bringing a real place to life. You have this game that's all about San Francisco and the landmarks and you know the really cool places around town, you know the city you live in, the city you love. And the illustrations look really good. It's this really fun, whimsical, you know. It, but at the same time, like, you can really tell what those places are. It's not just like, like, it's obviously that place. And so, you know, there's so many games based on places. And, and the title of the game is the place, right? Whether it's Carcassonne or, you know, all these different games where, yeah. you know, it, it's about, in theory, about that place. But it doesn't really look like that place. Like it might be inspired by it and all that. And so what would be your advice to someone who's making a game based on a real-life place on you know, how do they bring that place to life? How do they really bring the like, little nuance, details, and features and all that to, to the game so that the game really kind of encompasses what that place is? I think the best thing someone can do in this situation is to visit the place. Uh, nowadays, it's very easy for us to get images. Like, I want to do a game about Egypt, so I just like download all these images in Google, you know, and use them as reference. But once you are experienced that place, I think you just notice so many details, you know, that and and just like the vibe of the place also like is something important to bring to the game. So I think the fact that I live in San Francisco and I visit. And I like I I like San Francisco as a tourist also, and I visit all these places. So this is really it really helps my my illustrations. And also, uh, for example, a lot of things that only locals know about. Uh, one example is like the Cliff House. The Cliff House it's kind of a touristic uh, place here in San Francisco, and they have this camera obscura that is something really cool that they have right in the side. So for my illustration of the cliff house, I just had to include that. You know, I just had to put this little bit. And a tourist will not really pay attention to that, but a local would look that uh, illustration and you think, this is real. Like, this person knows the place, knows the camera obscura, knows the cliff house, you know. So I think, like, my advice for, for everyone is just try to be there. Try to feel that place, to look all the details, spend some time in that place. I think that's that helps with the illustration and just designing your game as a whole. Yeah, definitely. And one thing you talked about in the main show is little Easter eggs that you've put into the cards and little little details that you know because yeah. you live there because you've seen those things. What what did, what advice would you give somebody as far as like how to add those Easter eggs in? Like, are there any like what would you say if if I you know maybe I've never been. I've never been to San Francisco, and so like if I'm making a game about San Francisco, how would I, how would I start adding those Easter eggs in? You know, would you suggest like talking to certain people? Like, what would you, how would you, how would I figure those things out? I think so. I think like you, you should. Um, so nowadays it's actually very easy also to find these little uh, Easter eggs. You can just like Google stuff like oh, uh, hidden treasures in San Francisco, you know, or hidden place places tourists don't go, you know, and you see some of them. But again, it's much better to have um, to just like know from someone that experienced this place. If you cannot be there, so just try to reach maybe through your game community. You know, like, ah, is there anybody from San Francisco that can help me design this place? That can tell me like a little bit more of what should I include, what I cannot miss. And so I think, yeah, reach out to someone from that place. It's super helpful, and also. Google, (laughs) 
Yeah, but always try to to speak with the locals, you know, and see what really brings what what makes that space so unique and what it is. Yeah, definitely. Now, as far as style goes, because you know, different cities have different style about them. You know, and, and places in the deep south have a different style than places out west than places in Europe. And so, what would you suggest as far as somebody trying to figure out well, what's the style of this place? Like, what kind of style should my art have? What, what would you tell them? Um, I think, I think this has to do with the vibe, or oh, not the vibe, but like. Which, with the atmosphere of the place and the atmosphere of your game, mm. you know, for example, you want to do a game about Paris. You cannot do a neon game uh, unless that's the purpose of your, ga- of your game. But if you want to capture the essence of Paris, you cannot use uh, flor- fluorescent colors, you know, like uh, sharp shapes and vector illustrations everywhere, you know, because you're going to lose a lot of that charm yeah. of the city. So I think it has to do with what is your, the purpose of your game and what's the atmosphere of the city. So San Francisco is a very artistic city. Like there is a lot of art uh, around. There is murals all over the the city. So for me, it was um, at the first when I start uh, this uh, design, I wanted to do watercolor. But I don't know how to do watercolor. I, I wanted, like, I was asking my friend, like, if she wanted to do for me watercolors, because I thought it would be, uh, it would capture the the city and uh, how charming the city is. But at the same time, the city is very br- vibrant. Also, San Francisco, is, there's so much going on, so many colors. You know, it's such a bright, vibrant city that I wanted that artistic uh, appeal, but also like I wanted to show how vibrant the city is. So then I just uh, um, decided to illustrate myself and using a more uh, rough technique. It's all digital painting, but it's more like a pastel Mm -hmm. look, you know, and using like brighter colors than a watercolor would give me. So I think like, yeah, it has to do with the, the city and the purpose of your game. Yeah, no, that makes a whole lot of sense, right? It's really kind of, you know, trying to figure out what is this city like and kind of what art style does that lean itself to? Now, there's some of those like really old cities in Europe and, you know, they kind of have that kind of old vibe to them. And so like your art style probably needs to kind of feel that way, kind of present that that uh, environment, that atmosphere, because that's what the For city sure. does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, cool. You Unless any- you want to make a cyber Cairo, I don't right. know. New, like new Paris, oh. right? Neo Paris. And then you can do, yeah. you know, Paris 21, 27 or something like that. And it's in the crazy yeah. post-apocalyptic future or something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Well, do you have any other advice for somebody trying to, you know, figure out the art and the art style or anything like that and really bringing a place to life? I, I cannot really think about anything else. I think my most, um, my biggest advice is just try to experience that place through your experience or someone else. Right, absolutely. Well, Madelia, really appreciate your time, and uh, thank you for the insight on this and the art. And, uh, yeah, again, I really love your illustrations, love what you're you're doing with your game, and good luck with your campaign, San Francisco versus Fog. I hope it does really, really well. But, uh, again, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Gabe. I really appreciate you uh, bringing up this, uh, this matters, and thank you so much. I hope a lot of people will enjoy this podcast.